what we're teaching on. Macrocosm of your faith, part two. We're talking about the universe of your faith. This is the ability to believe beyond reason. We're going to do a recap. And then we're going to get right into it. Amen? Amen. Need you alert. I need you to be ready to receive. Because this is, this is one of the most important messages that you have heard or will hear. Because it deals with the reality of the worlds. The world of this world and the world beyond. Amen? This is why some of us don't have connection with God. He's not real. Because you are still living and existing in this world and not the world beyond. You can only relate to your bills, things you want to do, not want to do, what you can touch and see. I'm going to need some uh, participation. Amen? Amen. The flesh only can relate to your bills, your life, your circumstance, your situation. And sometimes it dictates to you how you're going to live. Your situation, your circumstance, what I can touch, see, and feel. Okay? Faith is, and remember these words, we said this last time. Faith is over and beyond, beyond and above. Faith is over, say it with me, faith is over, over. and beyond, 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 beyond. and above. above. Faith is, faith is. Over, and beyond. over and beyond, beyond and above. Okay? See, you, you have to do this, and repetition really helps a person to learn, right? Otherwise, you're just sitting there, okay, yes, yes. This is a teaching ministry. This is Bible study, okay? So that means that you have to be students. So get your heart and mind ready to do just that. Over and beyond, beyond and above. You have to allow faith to take you beyond your reason and your intellect. Because that's where you've been living. And your reason, your logic, and your intellect, how you think, your mindset, that's how you've been living. Your mind is set on doing what you want to do and how you want to do it. And with the information that you have, is set on that. And you cannot live beyond your mindset. How you've been brought up, what faith you were brought up under, your experience in life, that is a mindset. And this is why sometimes no one can tell you anything different. This is how we get old fools. Okay. It's funny, but it's real. Faith intervenes your space. 
Faith intervenes. It comes in your mind and it moves out by your permission only your thoughts. It intervenes and brings in the mind of Christ. Faith does. It brings, and we said this is something so good. With my hand, the top part is heaven. The bottom part is the earth. Right? Faith brings the underside up. Now, heaven on earth. That's what faith does. But what you see all the time is the bottom side, which is earth, and as it appears. But for faith, things are not as they appear. This is how we make the wrong choices in life. Because the word of God says the just must are required to live by faith. By the underside up. You must live by the underside up. The world facing up, not down. You must live by not what you see. But what you don't see. That's right. That's right. The question is, how do I see what I don't see? Okay. Faith takes you out of reach. That's why sometimes how we're uncomfortable. You're taking me out of my reach. I never been there before. That's right. What is that going to look like? Uh -huh. Faith takes you. It takes you out of your reach, but it's within your reach. Oh, come on. See how faith is the opposite of everything. It's a place where reason is not permissible. You're not allowed to think. You're not allowed to think. You're not permissible to think. This is why he said this. Not only did he say to Peter, I give you the kings, the keys of uh, the kingdom, but he also spoke to all those who would believe. And now you can bind and loose what's already bound and loose in heaven. But we've been misunderstanding even that scripture. It was all about what was lawful and unlawful. This was a court system. The heavenly high council of God. This is about dealing with church people. What is lawful in the body of Christ and what is unlawful. He says already established what is lawful and what is unlawful. And you as the priest 
can make that ruling that this is unlawful. Because it already has been established in the courts of the high council. But y'all don't believe it. You believe it when you go to the Virginia Beach Circuit Court. Okay. The second part, world. Natural and the supernatural world. The natural world is only the supernatural slowed down. The supernatural is the natural sped up in its original time, which it has no beginning and has no end. That's why faith just is. And that's why faith is now. But because you can't see what is not seen, you can't see. But you think you can see. And you live your life on what you think you can see. You live your life on your perception and not a heavenly perception. You live your life on the stocks and bonds of few of you that do that because of what the world system says. The word of God says you're in this world but not of this world. You have to get your information from beyond this world. Okay. He is your financial advisor. Okay. Foundation scripture. We're going to read it. Hebrews 11.3. Minister Albert. Yes, ma'am. It reads, Through faith, we understand that the worlds came into being and still exist at the command of God, so that what is seen does not owe its existence to that which is visible. I'm going to ask you. It says here, through faith, we understand the worlds. I just spoke to you about the worlds. This world that we live in, the natural, and the supernatural world that is beyond. It came into being, and it still exists at the command of God. So that what is seen, what you see, does not owe its existence to that which is visible. The scene does not owe its existence to the scene. Right, right, right. Oh, the chair that you see does not owe its existence to what is seen. But this is how you live. But God says, this is why you don't live an excellent life. He says, because I've given you an excellent spirit. So you should be living an excellent life. Okay. Let's break this down. By faith, we understand. By your logic reason, you don't understand the chair that you see is not made from what you see. You don't understand that, right? Right, right. But by faith, you understand. Perception. You have the power to see 
what isn't evident to the mind. Faith allows you to understand by a spiritual perception what isn't evident to your mind. Faith is empowers your, thank you Holy Spirit, faith empowers your discernment. And faith stresses accuracy. Faith allows you to select what is true and excellent. So if you, oh Lord God, so if you enter a bad marriage, you didn't do it through faith. He said, because I'll allow you to see what you can't see. I will empower you to discern with accuracy and select with a true and excellent spirit. That's beyond, that's beyond your superficial mind. For we have the mind of Christ. Amen. This is the teaching ministry. Amen. You have to, Pastor, you can come up here at any point. You have to be able to perceive beyond the natural. Amen. Without reason and logic. In order to connect to the domain and realm of your spirit. Pastor, come on, anytime, anytime we are one. I just, so I just want to get it, because that's real deep. I want to get a little practical so they can see it. So when we first, I'm going to marriages. So when she first saw me after eighth grade, years, years and years later, you said, and what you saw, you saw that first, I won't say, was not saved. And you were, you were married at the time. That's right. And she said, <laughs> you would have to. Yeah. So she said, you would have to. You told me I had to get, you, I definitely had to be saved. Yeah. Well, first of all, I said, this is not of God. Yeah, I said, said this not is God. the devil. And he's lying. <laughs> he, oh, I he's the father. Why has the God? I don't have nothing to do with this. It just didn't look but like your God. Faith, but your faith. But you saw Yes. <laughs> I was heavy into it. But she saw your and faith allowed you to see, see what was evident. I said, and I then it it frightened me. It frightened me because I said, oh God, I have to get out of here. Because it said, I said, this is my house. Why is this person in my house with my husband? Let me get out. Y'all ain't ready. Then it scared me. It scared me. I, I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. This because this is not of God. Where did that thought come from? This is not of God. Wow, 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 wow. She said, Why is this person with my husband? See, y'all ain't ready. And it wasn't going about see. We do things all the wrong way. Oh, because God, somebody told me that was my husband, and, and the apostle, they spoke this over my life. God should speak to you directly because you're the one that's going to get married to the person. Amen. Amen. And when God gives you something, you definitely don't want to do it and you don't want to hear it. It doesn't look like God. It doesn't sound like God. But the spirit of discernment allows you to see 
without receiving. It empowers you to discern and see. See, and all my logic and reasoning of the world was pushed to the side long enough for me to see. And I still feared it because of my logic. And my reason, and it didn't go on what I told you, because I told you I was never ever I'm never, said, coming I'm to never, church. I'm never coming, coming to church. church. Ever. Hold on, make sure I hear that. I want that to echo. <laughs> Pastor Rod said I was never, that's right, ever coming to church with you people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, you didn't get it. I said it. And I meant it. I was never coming to church with you people. That's right. Okay. But faith saw beyond yeah. I'm here to leave. And above she saw it. Above and beyond what I was confessing. Because mine won't real. Just like the chair. See, you can't believe. I know you're sitting in the chair. What you what she she's real deep in thing. But it's real simple. But what's holding the chair up is what is the real. Yeah. Not the floor. That's right. What's holding the chair up is the real. The thing that's holding it up is what you can't see. That's right. To get you to better understand what is going on. You can see the chair. Pastor, to get us to better understand what's going on, you must. To understand God, you must have a correlation, understand the correlation of time, faith, and science. Yes. That's right. Coupled with revelation. Amen. To understand God, you must understand the correlation of time, faith, and science. Coupled with revelation. All right? teacher structure. <laughs> time. Time is a conditions at present time. Is it a present period of time to where there's a condition or a circumstance? Time. All your situations are time related. That's right. Okay. Time to start. Time to give you Start all of die all of your circumstances are time-related. So all we have to do, Dr. Caroline, is speak the conclusion of the whole matter. Because to time, it has a set time. Time itself is against itself. Time has a period to end. Yes. It. yes, it does. So speak the conclusion of the whole matter. Macrocosm of your faith. We're going to talk about mass and matter. That's right. You have to understand science, physics, to understand and relate to God. Okay. Faith, <laughs> amen, in history. Faith, the invisible mass from which God creates the seen dimension. Faith is the invisible mass 
from which God creates the seen dimension. Substance of things hoped for. The thing that you see is supporting that. Mm -hmm. That God creates from the invisible for what you see. This is why he says, faith is the substance. It is the mass. It is the matter, the molecules of what you hope for is already there. It's already the thing that you think you need to wait on. Lord, deliver us now. Deliver us from evil. Science, a process for learning about the natural world that tests ideals using evidence gathered from nature. Okay. Science itself is a process of learning about the natural world that you can touch and see that tests ideals. First of all, an ideal you can't touch. It's measuring and testing an ideal burden that you can't see. Using evidence of what you see that's gathered. God has to deal with what you can see because that's what you see right now. And that's your, that's your world and that's your reality. That's why he said you're in the world but you're not of the world. So I have to exist in both places, but understand the laws of both places. I must understand the properties and the principles of both places. Okay. Let's talk about the law of conservation of mass. Okay? We're in science now. We talked about faith. We talked about time. Now we're in science to understand God. Amen? Amen. Law of conservation of mass. The law of conservation of mass states that mass is an isolated system and is neither created nor destroyed by chemical reactions or physical transformation. It's merely rearranged. So obviously... You die, your body just, you know, eventually is not destroyed, but it's rearranged. Mm -hmm. It's never destroyed. So the question is, what happened? Where am I? What's going on? According to the law of conservation of mass, the mass of the products in a chemical reaction must equal the mass of the reactants. Okay? What is all that? Let's break down mass, matter, reactant, and product. Okay? Stay with me. You'll definitely have the students who are in school. Mass is the quantity, first of all, it can be measured. Right? Can't see it, but it can be measured. Okay. Trying to show you or attach you to 
some type of reality besides what you can see. Okay? It is the quantity of matter that can be measured. Basic structural component of the universe. Basically, everything that's made up in the world is made a part of mass. Okay? Talking about the world. Matter. Anything that has mass. And occupies space. Substance with mass and volume. Okay? Substance. Now, it has became the matter that you can see. It now occupies space, what you couldn't see. It now occupies space. Okay. Reactant. Any of the participants present at the start of a chemical reaction. Also, a molecule before it undergoes a chemical change. Okay. Put yourself as the reactant. That's who we are. You are participants, and you should be. He said, this is what I heard, Holy Spirit says, I created you to worship me. He created you out of the invisible, what you could not see. To worship him. So when you participate, you start a chemical reaction. And molecules start to undergo a chemical change. And this chemical change then creates a mass. And this is where you go from faith to faith and glory to glory. And now it manifests itself. See, this is how someone gets truly healed. Yes. This is where there is really a miracle. Y'all yes. see, all right. You're going looking for a miracle, and you you should be part of the reacting for the miracle. See, you are created. Why did he say that? To worship me. Come on. You are created to be part of the unseen and to know how it works. Yes. And so when you worship, this is why sometimes when a person worships, or what, what we're trying to do is that when um, they go spirit, so when the word of God says pray, mm -hmm. there's a for those, and then he said. When you worship me, you must worship me and how I created you. That's right. Oh, that's right. In spirit and truth. I created you in spirit. Mm -hmm. And my spirit is true. You must worship me how I created you. Amen. And when you worship me how I created you, you create a chemical reaction, which is a mass of molecules Ooh. and a change reaction in this atmosphere, which creates a portal. And now my prayers. This is why he said pray and pray again. Because when you pray, most likely the first time, you didn't believe, and you didn't have enough mass mm -hmm. 
in the atmosphere to open a portal. So when you're praying, it's a miss. So you see, you miss the mark when you pray. Because you're not creating a mass. You're not creating a chemical change reaction. Because you are the, the reactant that's supposed to be causing the chemical change. See, this takes revelation. This takes a real relationship with God to see like this, Greg. To have a real relationship with God. It should be a chemical. This is why those are not connected with God because there's no chemical reaction with you and God. There's no mass. See, this is why you can't, oh, Holy Spirit, this is why you can't feel them. It's because it's not about your, your senses of feeling but to sense his presence. Yes. So when you, Minister Al, so when you're in spirit and truth and how he created you, and you begin to pray and you begin to worship him, you create an atmosphere for his presence. This is why he said, he said, I was truly in this, God was truly in this place and I didn't know it. Because you, you didn't have enough mass on your worship. So the presence of God was not evident to you. This is why we're clapping like this. And yes, he's good. And we're trying to reach it. I love what the minister was saying. Is that you don't have to try. What was your words, ministers? You don't have to toil. Try to, to worship God. And that's what you're doing. You're toiling. Trying to worship because it's your reason. And your intellect. And how you're trying to worship God. But this this is how he said. This is not about the singers. This is a, it's about you as a reactor. You are to you are to create a mass. You are to create my glory, and you open the portal, and then that's opened up to you. Now ask what you will, start. Disclosure 
or communication of divine truth. I just love, see, when God talks, see, I could just climb this, this podium. When God just, when God talks to you like that, oh, it's like see, when you have somebody just, you know, that, that someone you really love and they talk those good love things, it, that's how it is with the Holy Spirit with me. Those good love things. Come on, Dr. Caroline, those good love things. Oh, Lord. Revelation. Revelation. Isn't that astonishing? See, this is how I feel when he talks to me. I'm astonished. It says it's a disclosure or communication of divine truth to your spirit man. Overriding your spiritual senses. He said, until we speak, nothing is allowed to come from beyond without a revealed spoken word. Oh, hallelujah. It has to be a revealed spoken word. You can't just speak the word of God. Oh, I love it when Pastor said, see, see, he just brings things back to mind. When you speak, it should be really your words. That's right. Yes. So when you say something, amen, you should be attached to what you say. And I should know that you're attached to what you say. I shouldn't be feeling that you just threw something out. It's an empty word. Because God said his word has self-fulfilling power in it. I should feel your words. That's the idle word right there. My Lord. It should be, after I hear the word of God, that is now a revealed word. Not just a word I heard, but that is a revealed word from Holy Spirit. Now I speak. Ephesians 3, 3, Amplified, classic. It says this. And that the mystery secret was made known to me, Apostle Paul is saying, and I was allowed to comprehend it by divine revelation. As I've already written it to you. Apostle Paul said, the gospel itself is a mystery. But only to those that it's hidden from. It is not hidden from you. It says the secret has been known to me. And I was allowed to comprehend it. I was allowed to understand it. I was allowed to perceive it from the Spirit of God. So it's not just my understanding. What he said that I was allowed by Holy Spirit, by Holy Spirit, to understand that this is a revealed word from God and not man. Amen. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 2, 9 through 10, Miss Val. Amplified classic. We're still on Revelation. We're talking. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But on the contrary, huh? as the scripture says, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of man, 
all that God has prepared, uh -huh. has made, and keeps ready yes. for those who love him. Who hold him in affectionate reverence, yes. promptly obeying him, mm -hmm. and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed. Yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently, glory to God, exploring and examining everything. Yes. Even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God. Glory. The divine counsels and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. Oh my Lord. Pastor, if you could remember before we started walking ministry, and we right before we went to Aha, one of his favorite places, we had saw first Christmas uh two nine yep. ten. And we end up uh, printing that and putting it in the front and putting it near our front door. And I truly understand what God is saying here. He says, but on the contrary, the scripture speaks. It says, the scripture says, it speaks. See, we don't hear the scripture speaking. What eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Again, the senses. What your eyes have not seen and your ears have not heard has not entered into the heart of, of all men that God has prepared, made ready for those who love him. For those who love him, he said he holds you. We hold him affectionate and reverence him, we, and we promptly obey him. We cherish him, and we recognize his benefits. Yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them, the things that we can't see, through his spirit. Which searches diligently, exploring and examining. See, what happened when you said the word, you're trying to explore and examine. Void of Holy Spirit, you're listening to man. This is how you fall away. This is why I said, and I, I, whatever language, whatever we look it up in translation, there are Hebrew language, all great. Have to have it, need it. Void of Holy Spirit. You can't properly, accurately examine the word of God, scrutinize it, go to the bottomless pit of his understanding, his counsel of heaven. My Lord. He said, this reaches my counsel. My spirit reaches my counsel. Oh, my God. He said, the things that are hidden and beyond you, you trying to criticize, and is this right? Should I tie? Should I not tie? He says, this answered it all. Holy Spirit takes you to my counsel, and we sit at the table. He says, come together. Now let us reason. Yes. Now let us reason from heaven, not from earth. You're trying to reason with your intellect and your study. I don't care where you go, how you study. Born of the counsel of the Most High God, you have nothing. Ooh, my Lord. Revelation 2, your spirit man has to become your spiritual senses. Revelation brings elevation. You all heard me uh, teach this before. Revelation stirs up spiritual activity. Yes. Speaking by faith, miracles happen. Revelation is a prerequisite to your faith. 
it increases the, the sphere of our influence in domain of your spirit. A believer can't operate beyond the level of elevation or revelation. It's important we must come out of a religious mindset. See, a religious mindset will cause you to think again that this is not of God. Yeah. That was a religious mindset. Yeah. Because the word of God says as far as the heaven is from the earth, so is your thinking yeah. from me. Oh so I'm thinking, no, this can't be of God. This person is married, this and that. I don't know how God is going to do what he did, but I saw it. He said, this is beyond your thinking. A religious mindset won't accept the word of God. A religious mindset won't accept the vision of God. A religious mindset puts you in bondage. As well as the carnal mind, they work together. Good God Almighty. We have to move in a now faith through a revealed word. We're going to go, oh, wow, okay, got 15 minutes, I'm almost there. When faith comes, normally you're not thinking the possibilities and the constraints of time and reason. When faith comes, you don't think about what is impossible. That's right. You don't think about the constraints. Of time. Of time. That's right. Know your reason. I just believe God. I just believe God. No money. I don't I don't know how he can do what he's gonna do. I need favor. I'm going to court. I got some things I need to settle. I'm gonna make a purchase, a huge decision. I, I don't know how God is gonna do what he's gonna do. I don't care how he's gonna do. I don't care who he used. I don't care what resource. I just believe God. Believe, he says, the just are required. You are required to live in the world beyond. See, when we say believe, you are required to live in the world beyond. You're still trying to live from here. Romans 8. Verse 7 through 8. Just Ma matter of fact, um, Minister Alice, can you do, uh, wow, well, start at 6 for me, if you don't mind. Beginning at verse 6. Mm -hmm. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Mm -hmm. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God. Yes. For it does not subject itself to the law of God. Yes. For it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. No, we're good here. So, it's saying we didn't have a mindset. That's right. I need something and a book or something, anything. Thank you, love. 
for the mind, the mindset on the flesh is death. How long have we have our mind set on things of this world? Wow. Your situation, your circumstances, what you see, your conduct. You go ahead and list all what you're going to set your mind on. You know, we had, a, it was, I think, two people who went on, uh, I think, vacation or was going to go on vacation. No, they actually did. It was a couple of girls. And they went to the island. And they, the mind was set on going. But because they didn't want to lose the money of the ticket, they got caught up in a storm. So my question is, why would you even be upset, first of all, that you would lose money and upset that you can't go? There is a storm there. Category four and five, which way do you want to go? See, but when your mind is set on something, nothing can stop you. That's right. Because it will take you, see, you're going to miss this. When your mind is set, naturally or spiritually, if it's set on the things of God or set on the things of the flesh, it has a goal. And at all costs, that mindset that you have is going to, okay, I'm going to go ahead and read it for you. Reason can't comprehend revelation, which is the mind of Christ. Reason can't comprehend that. Reason is natural, it's a natural mind, of course, it's against God. Way of thinking is the direction or orientation of a human thought, which is wrapped or warped by sin. See, your way of thinking is warped by sin. Your way of thinking is warped by sin. That means that it's not in its proper condition to be used. Okay? Which means that it's not going to work properly. Which means that you're going to get the, the wrong outcome. Every time. There is on both sides as if it were a fake end to be reached. There's a fake your mindset has a faith in to be achieved. Death or life in peace. Which acts at a distance on the will by an attraction. See, the mindset of you, your way of thinking, and the mindset of Christ, the two mindsets, they both have a faith. They have an end to reach, which actually in that end, it acts at a distance on your will by what you are attracted to. What, are, what is your main attraction? What is truly your main attraction? Because if it's not God, your faith is death. working out well for you. I'm just saying. This goal, like I said, is death on one hand and life on the other. The flesh to gain 
the complete liberty after which it aspires. See, the flesh faith, see, it's, it has its freedom. It's liberated when it brings you to its end. Your flesh, hear me, people of the true and living God, your flesh, it tells you it's going to be good, make you feel good, all of those great things. The other good things that's not, that is of this world. Okay? The flesh wants to gain the complete liberty after which it expires. It aspires the need for more and more to complete your separation from God. Oh, my God. See, it has an appetite for more and more. More to it gets to its completion of separating you from God. And then the final state is death. The spirit, on the contrary, thirsts for life in God. dry. You're not all dry. Amen. Things in the flesh, you all hype going to the party. A party over here. You are hype. You're hype with the food. You're hype with the zoo. You're hype with whatever you do. You're hype. You come with God. You didn't hype. Yeah, he could. He could be possibly good. It's painful. God just just to love you, just so painful. And we die, we die. No, you're not hungry, not thirsty. Oh, you're sleeping? Who goes to sleep at a party? I want to know. Who goes to sleep at a party? Bless you, girl. And then you're still feeling good about the party. You felt good, though, didn't you? You felt good sleep, didn't you? You didn't get drunk in the Holy Ghost. But before you went to sleep, I'm sure you, I mean, you were hype. You were hype. You showed up with you. For whatever kind of clothes you pick up in because you're excited. You said you don't go to sleep then. Who go to sleep in Hawaii? I mean, the places that you want to go visit and things you do. Do you go to sleep doing the activities? The things that you want to do? Do you go, I mean, do you just go to sleep? Nobody does. I'm eating my food. Oh, <laughs> I'm just sleep. I'm just sleep. I'm sleep all the time. Just sleep. So, so tired. So tired. What's something about it? Think about it. How come when it comes to God, how we yawn, you're stretching, you I mean, I mean, you're hot, you're cold. It's not saying none of you're comfortable. I mean, think, I mean, can I get mint? You got something? Then you, then you distracted by the men and your phones and everything falling off your chair and all they, this they stuff. Texting too. Stuff that's been going they on. Texting. Everybody ain't reading the word. They texting. Everybody ain't on their they phone. They on Instagram. They you know? Okay. Ain't nobody never fall asleep at the mall. I have never seen nobody oh, fall asleep at the mall. Oh, that's definitely ain't nothing. That's what I'm not going to do. I need to be alert. I'm just, I ain't never seen that. <laughs> or, or at the bank line. Just fall asleep in the bank line. No, no, no. I ain't seen that. No. All right. Back to the teaching. 
The flesh to gain the complete liberty after which it expires. It needs more and more to take you away from God. The spirit, though, it thirsts for life in God, which is its element. See, see that's where I live. It's life. See, I, I mean, we, when we listen to, get you to listen to your, your worldly music, you hype listen to that. You know, you're bumping that, but can't get you to bump the word of God to save your life. Can we turn the word of God up? Are you turning the boom box up when you're playing the word of God? Okay. So we thirst for life in God, which is our element, and sacrifices everything to succeed in enjoying it perfectly. See, perfectly, because this is what I, I'm devoted to. This is what I cherish. Amen. Neither of these two powers, it's a power, yes. these mindsets leave a man at rest. Hear me. The Spirit of God doesn't leave you at rest because he's calling you and he's yearning for you. Don't leave, he don't leave your spirit at rest until you come to him. And he calling you, calling you, and he use somebody else to talk to him. When you, you get kind of frustrated that somebody's checking on you spiritually, I'm trying to check the spiritual barometer. Seems like you're kind of low. I need to yeah, give you some word. We need to talk, boy. We need to praise God. We need to praise God. We need to lift God up. I need to know where you're at. Where are you at in the kingdom? situation, your marriage, your, your your finances, your children, your future, your purpose. Oh, we ran on time. It's 131. And my conclusion, a significant principle of the spirit realm is understanding that the believer is God's agent in the earth. Amen. And you're authorized by God to declare heavenly things of God. We must now be in agreement with the kingdom and government of God. Yeah. Because heaven stands behind our behind his word and he agrees with it coming to pass. Amen. You must now understand the correlation between faith, time, and science coupled with revelation. Because you have to receive 
the word of God as a revealed word, a word that has been disclosed to you. I've heard it before, but it hasn't been disclosed to me. So which means that I have received the word of God as truth. I have received the word of God as my reality. And until we get to that place to where the word of God is your reality, you still continue to live and exist in this world. And this world will continue to have you in bondage in your way of thinking. What you can get is going to determine whether I'm depressed today, I'm sad, I'm crying all day. It will determine because I'm without that I'm without. Hear me. It's going to determine that if I'm without, I'm without. But I know in faith that when I'm without, it's not as it appears. Because heaven is now upon the earth. That is how I call things that are not to be. Is to call heaven on earth. To turn the underside up. See, you don't know how to turn the underside, which is time, up. You don't, have to, you don't know how to really be on God's calendar. And he does have a point in time. There is a time and a season unto man. And is this the season for me to go to, through this process of faith dealing with my marriage? Where is it at this time, Ms. Young? I see now the revealed word, what you should be saying. I know what it is to see the revealed word. See, I prayed and I, I prayed and I cried and I cried and I prayed and I prayed and I cried. And he heard my cry and he hastened to my prayer. And now, what you've done, see, there was a chemical reaction from the reactor. You were a true participator with the heaven of hosts. Amen. You are a true participator in your worship and, and what you were believing in the word of God that you hear from your spiritual leader. And no matter what I see, what what appears is not what it really is. I can't live by what I see, but but what has been revealed to my inner man, the spirit of man, because God created me in his image and he gave me his mind, which is an excellent and it allows me to see his word, to scrutinize it, to examine it, and to see what I can't see. He allows you to see the unseen that has manifested itself into a mass and matter, which is your covenant now. You can actually say, I heard God. I heard the scripture speak. But you can't quit. You have to be here, Janet. You have to be here. You have to be here on every time the door opens. You have to be here. You have to continue to hear the word of God. Because if not hear the word of God, your mindset of this world, it has a goal. And its goal 
is to take you further and further away from God, to separate you and your end result. It has a goal for your life. Your mindset has a goal, Terrence. And something to think about, your mind is warped and sin is set up because of the fallen state of death. But there is a greater law. The law of God which is spirit of life in Christ Jesus. He said, but I created you in spirit and in truth. Worship me. This is why he says his name is holy. When you worship him, his name has to be reverence. He's holy. You have to know me that I am holy. You have to know him. You have to really know him. You have to know him. Not a religious spirit, but you have to know him, people of God. I pray that the word of God that you heard today, microcosm of your faith, the universe of your faith, have allowed you to step out of this world and to see beyond this world and live and exist in heaven. And you can now agree with God what is lawful in your life. That's right. Amen. What you what is permissible and what is unlawful. Hey. You can let me know what is not lawful. See, but he knows. He knows the spirit of God. And when you speak, that is not a revealed word. He knows when you're just speaking. And it's not a revealed word. It's born of the power of God. He knows what deception looks like and what it sounds like. This is why he said to come like bread. And he starts to accuse because he's the accuser of the brother. Just really pray that the word of God has reached the heart that any corrupt the word of God has found a place, good soil in your heart to grow up and now, now you become, you manifest, you live out what you heard today. Start to decree and declare what's lawful, what's not lawful in your life. Okay. Things for real is not how it appears. It's not how it is. Because what you see didn't come from what you see. It does not owe its existence. It don't owe an explanation to the scene. God is saying, I don't owe an explanation to your doubt. Amen. I don't owe an explanation that you don't believe me because you can't see it. Because I told you that just must be about what you can't see. And you wonder why God is not hearing your answer. He said, I've already answered you. I don't owe you an explanation in your doubt. 